All right. Today is June 25th, 2021. And um, <clears throat> I, I had debated, you know, when I would necessarily return to the mic as far as like what to bring. Really, um, this episode is going to be just free flowing. And then um, I made a promise, I guess, to myself. I was sitting here and <laughs> I'm going to insert a message that I gave to myself three days before my birthday. I didn't think that I would actually allow it to be a part of an episode. I just didn't know if it was right. But um, I think from my travels recently, I've realized um Sometimes I'm very limiting on myself, and so to limit oneself is um, it can be foolish if if the person is is right for the challenge. I I have always been a restrained individual. I've always been very thoughtful, and I have never done things to spite or hurt others. And so this is my space, as I've said before. Um, I think that there are times where I try to make this a all encompassing. I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, as an artist, how can I make this to where people would want to come? People would want to have the conversations. And I just think I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I am done. I am done <laughs> with really thinking about that. There is artistry within me. And this space is the space in which I really just leave my, I guess, my logs. I, 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 it's my journal. So anyone who listens, you are getting to experience my journal. So really, I don't have segments. Um, there is a 14 and 56 minute message I, I said to myself that was very empowering for me. I listened to it. I've now listened to it twice. It will now be a part of this episode. And uh, in a way, I'm very proud of that. I thought that I would just leave it to to search for next year but i think by titling this episode 36 just for my you know um for my travels and for just everything and just being able to go to a city that i enjoy in tampa florida um it did wonders for me now i'm gonna walk you through <laughs> some of that and i'm gonna walk you through a few things that just kind of been on my mind this episode won't be about just world it's going to be about me it's not going to be about the world there are some things that i've been recording but i haven't necessarily released it just because i feel like i get really angry i start ranting like i've i've ranted about crt i've ranted about just politics things like that and um i have to try to create a piece where you are getting this monologue from me and I am giving you something that adds value and not something that stokes rage or fear or even anger. So let's catch up. Last week I turned 36. Yay. Um, I got another ticket around the sun. I'm very thankful for that. Like I said, a lot of lives are cut down every day. And so I'm very blessed to see another birthday. And then of course, Father's Day was Sunday. Um, but I wasn't here. I was in Tampa. I was enjoying myself. Father's Day for me doesn't have the same value as what my birthday means to me now. Um, for instance, uh, for the fathers who listen, for the fathers who are real, like you're a father every day. Every day that I'm able to be in my son's life is Father's Day for me. And I, I spare no expense to try to show up and try to give my best, even in my worst circumstances. 
Uh, really simple for Father's Day. We don't really want to be bothered. We really want everyone to be out of our space. We want the remote control. Um, I said that right. I did not say moking control. <laughs> remote control. Um, we want to just be able to just enjoy our day because, like I said, when you look at Mother's Day as that example, the red carpet's rolled out and Father's Day, There, I mean, I've, I've seen it. There are some women who really roll the red carpet out and, and do all that, and that's amazing. But it's not something that... Um, just not something that I'm used to. I'm not used to the women in my life doing that. I'm used to like a shirt or like some socks. And it's, it's like, you know what? You can really save that because I'm really simple. Um, if, if you need to know, if you ever want to find a way to my heart, all you got to do is get me a Visa or a Target gift card. <laughs> Those two things will get me through any situation in this life. And I'm very simple in that. And so when people buy me gifts, and it doesn't apply to me, and it's not really something that I want. I just think it's a waste of time. I don't think that you should be making your effort towards someone's gift to giving a gift when you're really not putting the effort into it. It's more of like, I've got to do this. And I don't want anyone to feel like they have to do anything to me for me. So that's how I am about my birthday and, 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 and Father's Day. But back to my birthday, you know, for three years, it has been a, a a focal point. <laughs> you know, it took me 33 years to really realize it's a very important day. Um, not only for who I share it with, I share it with um, legends like Tupac, rest his soul. Um, there are all types of people who share that that Gemini birthday with me that I'm very proud to have. I was born on Father's Day, so every six years I get to celebrate my birthday and Father's Day as one, which that's a ripoff <laughs> in its own. Women can celebrate their birthday and Mother's Day on the same day, but they expect quite the gifts. I'm not going to start on that. I'm just going to stay focused on me. So, um, you know, I, I spent a lot of time not really thinking about it being really important. And I got in my 30s and my father started really having these conversations with me about the importance of a birthday and celebrating and everything that you work hard for. That sometimes you got to take some time and you got to splurge or you got to get that thing you want. And I wasn't listening to him. And then when we lost Lucas, I remember I was in Waverly and we were celebrating his life. And by then I had already cried my tears out a bunch and they read my poem once and I lost my whole existence. And then um, I got to have a cool moment with his aunt and uncle and they were talking me back back onto the ledge to kind of calm me down. And then my dad called me like 10 minutes later and he was telling me happy birthday and just checking on me. And he asked me because it, I, I wasn't too sure if I was going to go because I didn't want to be a distraction. And I felt like I was, I felt, um, I felt so sad. I felt like I couldn't be um, strong enough for them. And I didn't think that if I could be strong enough, why even go? Even now, just thinking about it, I'm I've already teared up. But I, I listened to some of my friends and my coworkers tell me that we're doing this together and that we all are going to be there and we're all going to hold each other's hands. And if you get weak, I'll be there for you. And, and I remember uh, my teammate, my dearest friend, my Brian Bradshaw, um, telling me that he would read the poem for me because I couldn't speak. All I could do is cry. <laughs> I couldn't speak at all. And um, he read me, read the first three words, you were something. And I took a knee. I fell to my knees and I was done. I just let it out. And before that, uh, to kind of give you a skate, because I'm walking you through this. So um, 
it's kind of like a little heel down to the stage because he he went to this place called Standard Deluxe, which is a cool little place where a lot of little hipster and, and bands and they play, and it's really cool. And so you you walk down to the stage, and I remember. Have you ever had a moment in your life where you f- you're walking towards something and then your body just stops, like it just locks up, and that's what happened to me. Like, I remember we started walking down the hill and then I just locked, and I started to feel like I was going to cry. And I remember telling my teammate, I was like, "Hey, go ahead, go ahead, give me a minute." And I remember I just like kind of bent down, kind of tied my shoes back up, tried to play it off, and then I composed myself enough to walk on the stage and all these pictures of Lucas and, and the times we had and just seeing pictures of him when he was young. Uh, we got to sign the big picture of that his parents had got printed. And um, I just thought to myself, like I had to be strong here and I couldn't. And so it was what carried me through to get off that stage and, and to be strong. But I remember the, the, in, in specific, the conversation that my father had with me and he said, you know, I wanted to check on you, wanted to make sure. And he said, I figured, I know you, that you would be there with your friends. He said, cause that's the type of man that you are. You will put people before you. And he said, but I want to call out to you that when you get back, but you enjoy your birthday, that you do something nice for yourself. He says, because you're a hardworking man, you're a great father and um, you deserve it. And I said, um, and he said, I hope that you understand why I've pushed you so hard to enjoy your birthday. He says, because I worry about you because sometimes you only see forward. You don't see current. You don't see in the current moment where you should reflect and really take and, and look at the lights. And I said, I finally got it, dad. I said, I figured it out. I said, um, I, I just thought this was a day like any other, but now knowing I've lost my friend at a young age, I know that I may not get another one. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to celebrate it. And so I get back home and I didn't really celebrate it, celebrated it poorly, <laughs> but I made a commitment and to, to do better the next year. And so we got to 34 and I got, and, and I remember I went out, I saw the sunrise, I saw the sunset, and that's the sunrise and sunset thing has really been a big thing for me. I get up in the morning, I will talk about the, the failures, I'll talk about the, the positives, and then I'll talk about what I'm trying to do. When I get to the sunset, it's just thanking them, thanking the Lord and thanking Lucas for watching over me, and that I hope um, that I make them proud. Um, and so that's really what it is. I For the last two years, I took on a, a fast, really, of alcohol. It would start in officially June 1st, but most times when I would get, when I would get to May getting closer to his birthday, because generally I would write the poem for him early. I would feel it in May. I would start feeling it. And once I start feeling it, I would just be like, all right, no alcohol until July. Um, But what's funny is one of the poems I wrote was about traditions needing to evolve or kind of change. And, I I completely went against uh, <laughs> I completely went against my normal um, protocol this year, and at first I was kind of like, Ugh. it was kind of scary to me, and I was like, I'm willing to do this because that's what life's about. Life is about trying to figure out how things are working and continuously evolve. And so I'm going to read that poem to you, but before that, I want to kind of finish this before I take you to the poem. And so um, I did make I did make the sunrise that day. Sunrise comes at 540 now because of it's summer and we're in Florida. I uh, slept in and it rained a little bit, but I did meet the sunset. I was lucky enough to meet the sunset. And I remember saying that I hope um, 
I hope that I make you proud. I am trying to grow. I am trying to learn. I am enjoying myself. I am challenging myself. I am doing things that I normally wouldn't do. And I hope that, I hope that, um, that for everything that you always told me, the things that you taught me, that you can see that I am growing. And um, it gets me emotional now. I apologize, but it it's a very emotional thing for me because he was like me. We were, I always say we were warriors, but he was an encourager just like me. And he encouraged me so much um, in times where I just didn't know like if I was doing things right or if I was good enough and or if I was worthy, I struggle with feeling um, like in that movie where, where um, in the Avengers movie where Thor is, is questioning, is he worthy? I feel like that constantly. Um, but the difference in 36 and where I have been the last 35 years is, is that I know that I am worthy. I know that I am worth being here. I know that I'm a decent person. And even when I feel subconsciously, uncomfortable, like, oh, I'm doing something that I normally wouldn't, I'm going to do it anyway. So um, I guess I'll, I'll read this poem and then I'll kind of tell you how my birthday went. I'm pushing myself into a different space. This year will be different. I won't stand it. I won't, oh, sorry. I won't start it alone, beginning with my son. I might not even get to see the water. I will be spending time with a beautiful woman. For the last two years, I would find the sunrise and would settle on the sunset. Last year, I added a cupcake blowing out a candle. I like being able to blow out a candle. It made me feel young. Traditions aren't meant to be set. They are meant to evolve, taking the current moment, fusing it with customs of the past. It's how we continue to pass information to newer generations. I have been lost on trying to make everyone proud, just wanting to honor and respect the journey, yet being clean and minimizing mistakes. Well, it's time to get dirty and continue to be uncomfortable. This year will be the first time in three years that I will break my alcohol fast. That tradition has ran its course. I will take my drink and smile, kick back and enjoy my life. That way I get closer to my happiness. That way I find my peace. And so that one is traditions um, and change. That's that's what I named it. I, it was important to me because... Um, you know, he loved tequila, and so I had tequila on my birthday. Um, not his uh, tequila, but I tried a tequila. And I think for me it was about trying different things even when I was uncomfortable. The beautiful woman, um, things are crazy how they kind of align. Um, I was able to um, go go and shop and have a little fun and, and spend that time with someone that I have went round and round with. <laughs> we've tried to date and it wasn't successful and we tried to date and 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 so basically one of the things because she went with me on my trip to tampa because like i said at first it was seattle and then i was going to go to orlando but then she was like hey let's take a trip and i was like oh well i think i want to go to orlando and she's like well you always talk about tampa you know i've never seen it and you love the city why not go there and i'm like that's a perfect idea so let's go and um, going on the trip, I was terrified. I was like, man, I don't know if, how's this going to work? Because, you know, we hung out on my birthday and it was very nice to kind of talk and, and just be around her and, and kind of kick back and laugh and, and have some moments. But 
in my mind, I was like, I don't know if this, you know, what, I mean, we're friends. We've been friends, even, even though we broke up. Um, but it's just like this last four years, I've just kind of been searching and really, I felt like I should have been spending more time focusing on that journey opposed to trying to date because I wasn't ready. And I truly wasn't. Um, what's the difference now? And then the difference now is all the things that I would hold on to, all the things that I was kind of searching for, I wasn't willing to communicate. I have, <laughs> I have no issue communicating now. And, um, and without, uh, you know, just walking off, like one of the things that would happen with me is when people don't communicate, I tend to find a way to just cut them off or walk away from them. And I, and I've done that to her like twice. I've just been like, nah, homie, you ain't make, you ain't making the mark. So I'm just going to walk off on you. And, um, one of the conversations we had, we were at this pool party and we were in the pool and it was cool. Cause we were just, you know, talking and then, you know, she came in close and we kind of, she was I was holding her, we were floating in the water and, and I just said, I said, look, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I have no idea, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to work one of two ways. One, you're going to spend the next 10 months around me, hanging with me. We're going to have fun. And then I'm going to send you on to your husband <laughs> or this is us. And, and, and we're going to figure this out and we're going to communicate like adults and when I don't feel comfortable, I'm going to tell you. When you don't feel comfortable, you're going to tell me. And we're going to be respectful and we're going to listen to understand. And we're going to understand that it's just us in this. And that no no other parties are going to be able to come into this space and manipulate or cause chaos. And she was like, yeah, I feel you. And I just think, just thinking of the trip, like very low key, uh, I would have liked to go to like a Rays game or even the Lightning were playing, but both were out of town. Funny enough, the Rays were in Seattle. And so Seattle would have been perfect because I would have got to see the Rays in Seattle. But um, Seattle, Seattle's another day. Um, but it was just nice communicating and just kind of going over certain situations of like, this is why I felt this way. And this is what I need. And, um, but one of the the key points in all of this that I must say, and that I told her was, look, I'm in a different place now. I'm in a place where I'm seeking my happiness. Like the number one thing to me outside of being a father, like number one thing for me as a man is to find my happiness and my peace. And what I've learned is in my life, there have been times that I have been satisfied and not happy. There have been times where I've been unsatisfied and happy. I've learned that happiness is the spark that comes from within and you project out. It is not something outwardly that you project in. And so one of the dangerous things was I, I remember when I got married and I remember saying this to my wife was like, I was 25 at the time. I was like, man, for the first time in 25 years, I feel fully alive. I feel like I'm home. I feel like I belong somewhere. I feel like, and that's that when I look, think back on it, it is very scary thought process because I put a lot of pressure on her shoulders to make me happy. And in the end, like if I could sit in her shoes, like that's tough, that's tough. And, and so what a lot of people may not know or what she doesn't even know. And that's why I'm gonna leave it here is that, that's one of the reasons why I don't judge people. I make observations. I'll tell you when you're fucking up. <laughs> I was trying not to curse, but I did it. I'll tell you when you're fucking up, but I will not judge you because life and the environments of what you came up in restrain you to it. I, I look at the relationship with my mom. Like there are certain boundaries that I can lay a fresh boundary today. My mom will mow it over tomorrow. <laughs> 
And it's the same way for my ex-wife. Like both both my mother and my ex-wife have have been two worlds in my life that have been just boundary destroyers. And this part that I'm encountering now requires me to set very hard boundaries that they will not like. And I don't really care. The truth is, is that I once thought that I would grow up, I would work hard, and then I would find happiness from that. And what I'm learning now is, is that doing things, finding hobbies, finding things that I can connect to, um, my art, being able to go out and take photos of a sunset, those are times where I feel at peace as a man and feel so happy. And then if I could have someone to spend time with, they add on to that, but they are not the critical thing. They are not the critical thing. Like currently right now, I don't like mean, um, wow, I, I haven't said this in some time. <laughs> I'm not used to I'm not used to saying that this girlfriend we're supposed to hang at some point today. I don't care when we hang. Like I I gotta go get my son at some point, but I don't care. And if we don't hang today, it doesn't matter to me. Whereas you take me two, three, four, ten years ago, it was critical that I had that slice of time. And that time is important, but the time to myself is important too. <laughs> And I like that. So it's it's just one of those things where I've learned that happiness is a spark that starts from within. And because I was searching for it outside of myself, I was always coming up short. And I've, I've spent a long time, and I would say in these last five years, really drilling down into this space. Uh, you know, seeing the last 10 months where I've went through some very, some pitfalls where I didn't want to go through them, you know, dealt with some things that I didn't really like to deal with. In realizing that there were moments in all of this chaos that I was genuinely happy. Like I look at March was a month this year that was like one of my best months. You know, before I went back to my to my second job of the year, um, before I started work, I was getting up, I was working out every day, I was making sure my water intake was good. I was going and filming sunrises, sunsets. I was going to film. I remember one day I was filming a squirrel. And I was on the ground with this girl and this lady was laughing at me. And I was just like, I was so happy. I was going to the beach. I was running. I was just doing all kinds of things. And then I went back to work and, you know, then the work kind of flows. And then you have to manage how you go through that. But the biggest thing for me is reminding myself that the happiness starts within and it starts with me. It, my happiness is not for anyone else. To, they, they can't distribute it as I can. They can add to it, but they they are not the sole distributor of my happiness. And so the trip was awesome. The trip was amazing. We we had a lot of conversations about missteps and miscommunication before and a commitment to to making sure that we are in that center place. And um I it made me really happy. It made me really happy to to know that okay, I'm I am messed up, but I'm not that broken. I can have a conversation. I can figure it out. I just think that I had spent so much time holding on to the hurt and feeling like I wasn't worthy that once I've stepped into a place to say, Hey, I'm worthy and I'm worthy of this spot. And I'm going to step into the uncomfortable because I'm a person who needs the words of affirmation. I am a reassurance type of guy. And for the first time in my life, I've stepped into a space where I'm like, I'm not going to get reassurance, but I'm going to operate in this very dark and uncomfortable space because I believe I'm worth it. And I can see the light 
which is my happiness, I'm going to go keep pushing towards it. And it doesn't have to manifest itself as a woman or a thing or this and that. It's just me being at peace with myself. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, Tampa was fun. I, for the first time, I stayed downtown. And all my trips in Tampa over like 15 years, first time I stayed downtown. It was crazy, but it was fun. Got to see the river walk. Um, for more than a minute because I was I was on the river walk. So it was it was really cool. It was cool to bebop and kind of show her the city and show her things that I enjoy about it. And um yeah, I I've been very, very fortunate to experience so many amazing things over my time and, and have trips. And so I think I would implore you today if you were sitting somewhere and you wanted to take a trip Go fucking take that trip. I should have took Tampa earlier in this year. Just like when I bought my camera, I should have took it. I felt so good. And um, I think the last moment I'll talk about here is, is it's wrapping is I remember the last day on Father's Day, I woke up early and I was sitting on the balcony. It's so peaceful. Um, nice little breeze, just sitting there, just hearing the sounds. Because I love the sounds of a city. I know people don't like it, but I love the sounds of a city. And you got kids on the scooters and you've got horns honking, get out the road and people saying go bolts because they were playing. I don't think they played Sunday, but I think they played Monday. And so people were excited about that. And I just started thinking I was writing my morning because I've been writing a poem every day for June. That's a commitment I made to myself. Forgot to say that earlier, but I was just thinking and I wrote the poem and, and one of the things was, you know, you've come so far and you've went through all these things and not everyone knows and not everyone understands all this pain that you've taken and tolerated. And you know what? Yeah, you've been through it, but it's time to let it go. Let it go. You have felt these things. You have put up guards. It's time for you to move through the world the way you want to with your best foot forward. And yeah, you're going to get a little dirty. Yeah, you're going to be uncomfortable, but it's okay. And yeah, you're going to mess stuff up. And I know you've taught yourself to be clean and minimize mistakes, but we can't do that. We're going to make some mistakes here. And it's the only way you're truly going to be happy because you don't want to think what if. And I think that is key of why I'm in a relationship again is I didn't want the way we left things never settled for me, but I was willing to walk away and just be like, ah, because I was like, ah. I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how to make her happy. Well, I'm here. I'm here to realize that it's not my job to make her happy. It's my job to add to her happiness. So it's fun. But I remember being on that balcony and just crying and just thinking to myself, I've been through all of this. And and most of most of I won't say most, but a portion of this has been all in my mind because I've not allowed myself the grace to say you are worthy. And so what I wanted to give you in this space is to remind you that you are worthy. There is a message after this to myself. It's very important. It could have went first, but I think I put it last because it needed it needed to be a reminder to me so that when I come back in 365 days with the Lord's blessing, I will remember the pain and everything I went through to get this clarity and this grace and just be enlightened. And I will remember that the goal was to search the uncomfortable so that I can find my happiness and my peace. 
But I would be remiss if I didn't say to you once again, you are worthy. So yeah, this is, it's, it's my journal just as much as whoever listens. It's, it's your world. And you have to remind yourself that every day is yours and that every day is yours to conquer because you are worthy. And, um, yeah, I think that's my thoughts. Tampa was, was fun. That week was fun. Came home to a little bit of a spark up, but that doesn't really matter because I'm willing. My mindset is willing to conquer that and I will put down any boundary I need to enjoy myself. So when you deal with things that are going to throw you off, you can go back to those old patterns. I've done it, (laughs) done it before, but this time I'm not. Why? Because it's important that I get to what I want and I'm not going to get that by doing old habits. So stay strong folks. And remember you are amazing. (laughs) You are beautiful and you are loved. She knows it. June 13th, 2021, this is a message to you, Jemayath. This is a message to you, Mr. Richards. This is a message to you, Jemayath Daniel Richards, on this day, three days before you take another round trip. First of all, um, it's almost two o'clock in the morning and you're still up. Your mind's been in so many different places. Um, Rather, you should just run and, and go eat, pray, love, and go to Seattle like you wanted to, but now you've went through rationale through your own systems of anxiety, which is crazy, and you decided that you'll allow the natural flow of order to be and that you'll take that trip in December. You'll make that trip about you, and you'll take it at a time in December, and that's what you'll do. And I respect the hell out of it, and I think that... That is amazing decision because you're gonna put yourself first. So I'm proud of you of doing that. Very much. Yeah. Um But what I wanna say before I get to, you know, June sixteenth and going through that and thirty six and just everything is is that there has been it's been such a battle. Um I think the poem itself says everything that needs to be said but I want to leave this message for you because if you come back in 2022 and you need inspiration if you feel like the road is a long journey when we take this trip to 37 if I'm blessed to do that I want you to remember what I'm about to say here as we get to the two minute mark of this recording and we're going to bring it in right at um two minutes so Jemayeth <laughs> you not only are worthy of living you are worthy of every adventure and every journey that you travel upon every person that you meet and every existence that you lighten along your way you continue to you continue to not handle your own heart with kid gloves as you go out into the world and give every beating minute of blood, sweat, and tears to everyone else. I need you to give more to yourself. And you've kind of been doing it. And these last, you figured it out at the turn of this year. I think March was the month you really got it and you were 
you were doing it well and then you started work and then you kind of got off the track i need you to to today this week is going to be an embodiment of you being as selfish as you need to be if you saying no you're not feeling bad about it you putting yourself first you are worthy but the problem is 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 that you don't believe you're worthy because people test your worthiness by what you give to them they put you in the seat of providing for them and giving to them and when you say no when you don't then they put you in a spot that doesn't work for you i need you Jemiah Daniel, to remember that happiness cannot be reached, the prize cannot be claimed. You will not find your peace if you do not seek what you came here to get. You constantly challenge yourself. You constantly ask, what is your purpose? Your purpose, your purpose, Jemiah Daniel, you already know what you need to do as a father, but your purpose for you as the man is to find your peace and to find your peace you have to find your happiness. Happiness and peace are on the same road. Happiness is the road <laughs> and the prize is the peace. You will not get there if A, you don't believe you're worthy and B, if you don't understand your purpose. Your purpose has is, is multifaceted. As a father, it is to shelter, provide, and to cultivate Ryan. As the man Um, When it comes to the outside world, it is to enlighten, it is to brighten, it is to be the light in the darkest of days. But for yourself, for yourself, it is recognizing the moments that you've always been worthy and your worthiness does not come from service. Your worthiness comes from the intelligence to know how to discern what you should be doing you have to make the decisions for you i say this message to you as you venture up to punch your ticket for 36 not knowing if you'll you'll be able to listen to this recording in a year i hope i am able to okay because i need you to know that you're worthy and when you feel like you're not that's okay i'm also telling you continue to work on the journey of getting back in shape get yourself in shape Get your physical appearance where you need to. Get yourself in a routine because it, it is the the problem here is the downtime, the lonely. The more time you allow alone that you don't have things where you can create or where you are um, keeping that time wisely, the more you start to feel like you aren't worthy. Okay. If I'm going to be in pain, if we are here to be in pain, we might as well feel it for the good of, of my body. Let's not feel it because we feel down, because we feel depressed. Let's beat the hell about our body so that we can get rid of the, the, the bad feelings, the self-esteem issues. You've always been worthy and you will not believe it unless we first start with the physical appearance. Let's get the physical back where we want to so we can shape the mental so that you choose the outcome and the possibilities that you want. We don't want to continue to be in the same patterns because we know that's not what we want. We know that we're chasing behind people who don't even understand the value of who we are. We're hanging around people and being around people just because it it's a warm body. When we get to 37, a lot of these routines and habits are going to change. And it's even going to change for my friends. It's going to require me to push everyone off the circle. Everyone. Even the people who care about me who have been kind to me. 
everyone comes off this circle. And I take it slow. I take it at the speed that I need. And that's just how it is. Feel it all. Go through it all. Cry the tears that you need to cry. But as you approach the day, I'm only going to give you 10 times that you can say the word proud. (laughs) Matter of fact, give me some of it now. I think the sadness that I feel is that I hope I am making a difference because the flowers aren't given to me the way I need. I don't feel that way. And I'm struggling with my purpose. I'm struggling with knowing if I'm making anyone proud. I don't feel like I'm doing anything that's solid for anyone, but I'm going to keep fucking busting my ass. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep being the best version of myself, even when it comes down to my last breath, because there is something more for me. There is a purpose beyond what I am seeing and I have to keep myself pushing towards it even when I feel like I don't know what the fuck is going on this is to you Jemiah Daniel this is to you to remind you that when you feel like you're not worthy you are worthy because you keep going I love you because you keep going I love you because you decided to write and you produced 20 episodes and you kept going even when you started work I love you because you you (laughs) take no one's shit but yet you melt at the sight of certain things because you want it. When it comes to the past or certain people, you have to discern what you want from them. You know you just want to smash, then go smash. But you know you enjoy the companionship, so go find a companion. Stop sitting back in the darkness and the shadows. Stop being afraid. Stop allowing your ambiguity to chase you. These next six months, it's about working hard. It's about working to get yourself in better shape. So that when we get to Jan 1, we party like a rock star next year. Okay? Keeping them hoes on deck. Rotate them like you need to. Fuck who you need to, to to keep yourself balanced. But at the same time, we don't got time to love these hoes. Enjoy this week for what it is. Let it be what it's gonna be. See what this person's giving you. If they give you the, if they give you the short stick of it, you know what it is. We ain't here for that. This can't be the companion, but this person can be the person we smash. So understand what we're doing here. Understand what you're trying to do. Stop making certain things more than what they are, and stop making certain things that aren't, um, that are something seem less of something you understand when the moment is critical and when it's yours then fucking seize that moment be tenacious be aggressive stop sitting back and waiting to to take your fucking punches take them on the chin if you're gonna lose let's fucking lose let's take the rest of 2021 and let's pack it up and let's try all kind of stupid shit you lost months ago because you shot a shot and you felt like shit and you felt stupid but you didn't lose you won because you fucking jumped out of yourself So let's not forget that you are worthy because you were willing to do it and you did it with grace. You weren't disrespectful. You did it with fucking grace. So you know what? Keep fucking going. Keep fucking pushing. I need you to. But do not forget that you are worthy, that you were meant to be here. Do not forget in the toughest times of what it's going to be. If you need to go out, go out. Okay, you want to go get a drink, go get a drink. Go be around people. Stop hiding. Stop allowing your creations to keep you at a distance. You detach. You detach because it makes it easier on you. You detach because you can find ways to be creative. Go be fucking creative. Go be you. But stop detaching from the world. It's part of your problem. 
you don't see yourself in the same world that these people are in you are more intelligent than emotionally but you're still you're you're more broken than them because you're not willing to share in the experiences okay all you're doing is sitting back watching analyzing writing down and then moving on as people are living real life even if they're bumping their head they're bumping their head so i need you to bump your head i need you to do some stupid shit i need you to be messy a little bit i need you to stop allowing fear to be the cement blocks to your feet and i need you to get your fucking ass up and i need you to go i need you to do i need you to be because you are worthy you are amazing you are beautiful you are loved and you don't hear it enough and you don't feel it enough and i know that i know that and it hurts because you need the flowers more than anything but you can't you cannot wait you cannot wait to receive those flowers people will not reciprocate you on the level that you reciprocate them be smart be kind but detaching yourself because it's easy is no longer permitted okay you were willing to book a trip. You were about to run out to the West Coast and take pictures and just be you. We're going to do that in December. Okay? Matter of fact, I got to look at the calendar and figure out when I want to do it in December. But we're going to fucking do it. So, live life. Go be fucking great. But don't don't sit here and, and give me that bullshit, Jemai. I expect more from you. I don't expect you to to achieve all the objectives you put in this list, but I expect you to try harder. I expect you to try harder in all facets. Okay? Stop allowing little pains to stop you. Take the fucking pain. Get up. Keep fucking rolling. This is going to fucking hurt. Okay? The next year could hurt. Fucking feel it. Feel it. Eat it learn from it so that we don't have to go through this so that we can get to 40 so that we can get to 50 so we can be here for ryan so we can be here because the way you are living is not enough most people can't see it they don't see it but you know internally it's not good for your soul you're fucking riddled with anxiety you're fucking depressed it's a teeter-totter seesaw and all you look for is companionship to make you happy to pull you out of that world You have to stay in this world. You have to be in what you are. And you have to experience every fucking part of it. I love you because you're going to continue to go in such a shitty world that shits on you. I know you need your flowers. I'm going to give you your flowers. You continue to go even when (laughs) you and the deck stacked against you. You continue to rise. That is not out of luck. It is because it's not even necessity. It's the resilience. It's the tenacity. It's the perseverance that you have in you. Come on. If you listen to this as you punch that ticket to 37, just know I love you. And that when we listen to this in 360, what, eight days? 
I hope that you're proud of me. Yeah.